and we are back with the Happier Podcast. I am Cousin P in the place to be with May May, and today we are talking about platonic friends. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> you like that? That was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. We got some new sound effects on the board too. So <laughs> great! I know, have not we... heard any of them. So let's see how that goes. Yeah, we're going there. Um, and sorry for the the long delay of of posting videos on on YouTube. Uh, we did record this episode previously, but had a little bit of uh, technical difficulties. So oh, here's here's oh, round yes. two, but it's going to be a lot better. So um, here it is. Now, why are we talking about this topic, Megan? Because we are platonic friends. Because we are platonic friends. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it, and it kind of like to go into like even why we started this whole podcast in the first place. You know, me and Megan, we've been friends for quite some time. And I would say we we have invested a lot into our friendship as, mm-hmm. as far as time, um, advice, all that. You know, before we even did this podcast, we usually would get together on a weekly basis and kind of catch up and talk about what's going on in our lives and, you know, provide perspectives and whatnot. And people always had an opinion, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they would say shit and, you know, not really know like what was happening behind the scenes and they'd to, make assumptions of course and that's what yeah. usually what people usually do when i see folks of the opposite sex talking to one another they usually assume hey there must be something going on there um but what's going on oh yeah that's turning okay yeah okay. You're, you're not tripping <laughs> i promise you oh, your skin is just changing <laughs> colors and i'm like does he know that's happening right now okay my bad megan are you okay? Did you I'm have? Fine, you didn't but have I didn't anything to drink that. before this. No, okay. smoked a little bit, okay. but I didn't. I didn't drink. You got a new strain? No. No. Okay. I'm just checking on you. <laughs> I was just tripping. <laughs> I was like, I was like, um. That's okay, so funny. Can we continue, please? Of course, of course. But yeah, anyways, what you guys see on the podcast is kind of what we would typically do, anyways. You know, yeah. when we would get together. Besides, of course, it wasn't like we had an agenda. What we're gonna talk about? We just kind of let it go flow, but. Yeah, you know, th- that was the whole reason why we really wanted to talk about this, um, because I think there is a stigma when it comes to platonic friends. But before we get into that, um, we did have a contest that we were going to be doing pretty soon. Megan, did you have the details for that? I have a little bit of the details. So um, once we hit 50 subscribers, we will be doing a giveaway for a $50 gift card. Um Right now, uh, if you go and like our Instagram page, uh, we will have a post up on the directions. So once we hit 50 subscribers, you'll see that post and then you can enter in the contest. And yeah, so my recommendation is to share this so people can see it so we can get the subscribers. The faster you share it, the faster, you, the closer you are to getting the gift card. Absolutely. Yeah. And when we get closer to it, we'll, you know, probably add a little bit more details on what it would take to to raise your chances to winning that gift card. And who knows what it's going to be for? You know, maybe for Amazon. Maybe for, I don't know. Let us know what you would want the gift card for. We we can see what you guys want. Because I personally think we're happy hour. Shoot, it could be for gas. Gas prices are expensive right now. That's what I want. Give me a $50 gift card to gas. That's actually That would give me one tank. That's a good idea. (laughs) That would get me one full tank. That's about it. But anyways, here... Here at the Happy Hour Podcast, we always get together and we talk about the tough topics when it comes to relationships and life, and there's no better way to do that than with a drink or with some food. So, 
Cheers to a good episode here. Oh my God. And that was a straight shot of gin, which is, I think, hard for anybody to do. God. So I, fun. I feel like I just grew some more hair on my chest. Yeah, that was <laughs> I don't like that. Okay. So, to get into it, how did we become friends in the first place? What What is your side of the story? So, we met in high school. I think it was like my sophomore year. Okay. And we met at a football game. And we were... Oh, I really didn't like that show. That's like... <laughs> did you grow hair in your chest too, maybe? I think so. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, sorry. So, uh, we met at a football game. We were hanging out by the snack bar, and you came up with my friend Rihanna, mm -hmm. and uh, we just started talking from there, and that's how we met. And then we added each other on Facebook. I don't even know exactly when that happened, but we, we were friends. And then one day, I was moving, and I was like, hey, Facebook, I need help. Can someone help me move? And you were like, I have a truck. Let's go ahead and I can help you. So then you helped me. And then after that, we became pretty close friends after that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. So to, I guess, clear it up. So I actually had added you on Facebook before we had met in person. Okay. That so, makes sense. Cause I was like, I don't remember that after. Yeah. Well, so what happened was, you know how, so on, you know, like the Facebook timeline, if, if someone's commenting on someone else's comment, and if they're going back and forth often, usually it'll even pop up on your newsfeed as well. Mm -hmm. So basically that was what was going on. Um, and I think it was either your comment or it was Rihanna's comment. But either way, um, I think it was an ex-boyfriend of yours or someone, I don't know, maybe something didn't work out. But anyways, he was saying something like extremely derogatory towards Rihanna. And then you got involved. And then he was saying, like, just some outlandish shit towards you. I want to say I fit. I vaguely remember something like that. But, I mean, there was I had so much Facebook drama in high school. I don't remember. Did you? I Oh, oh tons. Oh, my God. Tons. Arguments. Getting into, oh, just, I had this one girl message me. She called me a fat cow. What? And I hope. And she went to your school? Oh, yeah. You put hands on her? No, I never, I've never, <laughs> nope, I've never oh fought God. in high school either, but it was just a bunch of drama. No, oh, yeah. I almost got in a fight out of high school, but someone held me back. Anyways, he doesn't <laughs> remember that story. He thinks he doesn't remember that story, but he totally held me back. We'll talk about that later I off totally camera. I can see that. We'll talk about that later off camera. Actually, I held him back too one time, but anyways, uh, no, no. So he, uh, he was saying some outlandish stuff to you and then I got involved because I was like, you know what? Like, I don't. Like, first off, anytime I see a man or a little boy or whoever, obviously it was a little boy, <laughs> you know, talk to, um, you know, women or girls in a, in a really, like, nasty manner. Like, he was You're saying... you fucking say something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was like, saying just, like, some way out-of-pocket stuff. That, oh, I can only imagine. And I get it. Like, you know, things happen behind closed door all the time. But, like, it, he, he shouldn't have been doing it in the way he was doing it, especially for the public to see it. Right. You know what I mean? So I got involved and I started going back and forth with them. And that's kind of how we connected at first. So then we had added each other on Facebook. So when I had met you with Rihanna at the football game, it was like, oh. This is Megan. This is my Facebook friend. Yeah, this is that person that, you know, who came to defend me or, you know, this is that person who I defended because someone was calling, you know, her all type of names and shit. 
but yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, then you had to move. I helped you move, but I always kind of considered you like a, a friend. I, I know you probably didn't see it that way at first. Cause you know, like as a, as a woman, you never really know like what someone's intentions are yeah, when they're trying especially to like men, especially men. It's really different. So like, cause yeah. I know I probably post stuff and you would comment and vice versa. Cause I'm very, I comment on pretty much everything on social media. I'm very, yeah. I do all that stuff. So I could totally see that happening. Yeah. But that's what, what kind of makes it hard for, like, you know, I, I feel like opposite sex to be platonic friends. Because, one, you have women who do have their guard up because they never know, like, what someone's intentions are, primarily dudes. Um, but then, two, you also have dudes who can't keep the thing in their pants just because they have a relationship with a woman, whether it's, you know, physical or not. They think you know, sex any is type of, come out of it. Yeah, they, they think that there's some type it's of reward toxic. for that. Um, but yeah, no, overall that's, that's how we became friends. Um, now have you ever had a platonic friendship turn romantic or have you ever had a romantic relationship turn platonic? So, um, I dated a lot of guys from high school and I guess we were friends in high school, but I don't consider those really like platonic relationships. Well, first off, yeah, no, I don't consider them platonic relationships. I guess because we weren't really that close of friends for mm-hmm. me. I don't know. I don't know. I guess they, I don't know. No, I, I understand. Do you know that. what I'm saying? I, like, I, we I were kind of like get it. Like, I feel like, I feel like platonic as you get more older has a different meaning. I just, I feel as kids, everyone's friends. Okay. Well, well, first off, like platonic is anything that's not sexual or like there's no sexual attraction there. Platonic, right? like, platonic means um, a friendship between two people that could possibly be sexual, but is not. That's the meaning of platonic. Well, any relationship could possibly be sexual. I mean, you get two I naked mean, people in the same room. That's a possibility. It could be sexual, but it's not going to be if I they don't, mean, I don't know. if they're friends, right? Or if they're truly there's platonic some, friends. There's some of there's. I I mean, what what I'm saying is uh, yeah, I, I guess I, because you know when I looked that up, I always thought the meeting was just a like, meeting of platonic was like a relationship between a male and a female that's not sexual. You know, that's just like completely normal. But then there's a little more meaning to it. So okay. Back to the question. Uh, no, I really didn't have any like platonic friends turn into something. I mean, I guess you could say me and Jody would only be a possibility, but like we but, talked a little bit on social media. But you wouldn't have considered you guys like actual friends. Like you, you guys oh, no, didn't we have were like friends. A, uh, okay, when, yeah, so you guys actually we, had like a, an established relationship. You could. Yeah, because okay. like I, I remember Jody from high school, and we never talked really after. But like I remember like loving him, and I thought he was a great person. Yeah, that's my image of him, and that's what stuck. Um, but then we hung, we talked for a little bit, and then we finally hung out. So I don't, I don't know if I would consider that platonic because as soon as we hung out, we had chemistry instantly. Like it wasn't just like we hung out a few times, and then it turned into something. Like we instantly had chemistry like the first time we hang out. So yeah. I don't consider that platonic. And no, I have not had any relationships go from regular relationships to platonic. I don't talk to any of my exes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. And I don't talk to any of the guys that I've hooked up with or dated. So Yeah. Well, for myself, you know, now that I actually have had some real time to think about it, I've had every scenario, right? So I've had relationships that were not that were platonic mm-hmm. end up becoming an intimate relationship right you know for example my wife you know Mm -hmm. we were just regular platonic friends we weren't we had zero interest in each other in that way whatsoever but then it just turned into something over time right and actually i wouldn't even say over time i would say because it wasn't like 
I don't want to make it sound like it was like this slow buildup into something. It was literally like, hey, an epiphany. Let's go on a oh date. My God. Let's She's, see. Let's try this. She has everything I'm looking for in a woman. Like after I actually sat down and thought about it, and, and that's what you know turned it into an actual intimate relationship from a platonic one. But I would say in high school, because most of the women that I did date, or most of the girls, I'm not gonna call them women. I mean, they're women now, but they're girls then. I, was a I know. Boy. I always feel weird. But... <laughs> like the difference between saying the two. Yeah, I always, I always feel weird sometimes. Like it, the distinction. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I anyway. mean, like, I mean, they're not paying bills, so they're they're girls. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> but um, no, like, like even like when I think about it, like, so all the relationships that I was in, I always made it a point to like establish the romantic relationship if I wanted one. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if there was a girl that I actually wanted to be in a relationship with, I, I wasn't doing that whole thing where hey, let's be friends and hopefully this can turn to something later on. And oh shit, it didn't turn to anything. Now I'm, you know, no, it, it never was like that. It was hey, you, I think you're cute. Maybe we should be boyfriend and girlfriend, and then we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. And then it lasts for like two weeks because then we find out that, <laughs> you know, just being cute isn't enough to it's carry not, a relationship. It's not enough at all. But you know, most of most of my relationships were like that. You know, mm-hmm. in in high school, a lot of them. I mean, I would say besides one, because I, I did have one relationship that went, uh, that lasted three years that went outside of high school. But most of my ones previous to that, I mean, I literally had a relationship that lasted a day. That sounds like some elementary stuff right oh there. Oh my God. So she, oh so God. she had, she had asked me to be her boyfriend. Uh-huh. She had asked me out, not, not, and not me asking you? her out. I think I was a freshman in high school. Okay. Yeah. She had asked me to be her boyfriend. We got together and then the very next day, she texted me and was like, hey, I think I might cheat on you, so I think we should break up. Literally. Oh, that's <laughs> that's what happened. Oh, she really liked you. Oh, my God. You, one, fuck, one, of the, one of the craziest <laughs> I mean, part about this I mean, this at one, least she was honest and she didn't drag you along, but at the same time, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know the craziest part about this whole thing is that she did that twice. So we had Well, that's went, on you for falling for it again. I mean- the way I view, I mean, the way I viewed relationships, like yeah. romantic relationships in high school was it's all for fun. It's all for learning. So like, I didn't really care. Did you want to learn twice? Why'd you do that? I mean, it's like, I might <laughs> learn something from you the second time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, so she actually asked me out again. Like, I think this was like by my junior year. Yeah. And she did the exact same thing. Asked me out. We went to prom. She asked me out the oh, next she day. she just wanted you for a prom date. And then... The day after she broke up with me again. Oh, yeah. And it was like, this is like one of those things where I was like, okay, whatever. I mean, I I don't really care. But um, yeah, like I always made it a point. But then after we had broken up, I had some of the best friendships with a lot of my exes. I mean, I would say with one of them, and we were like, you know, me, Roger, and her, we were like the three amigos. You know what I'm saying? and then another one, like we had a really close relationship, it's like we do now, like mm-hmm. me and you, like we're like I can come to her for advice, you can come to me for advice, and I think, you know, as long as you understand, like each other's intentions and boundaries and boundaries, which is so then, important for platonic relationships, right? So I I don't think it's really a, a necessary to think of like what you have experienced together. Now I I do think that. There is honesty that needs to be involved whenever that type of situation is taking place, right? Like if you are getting into a new relationship, and I, I think there, I think there's a conversation that needs to be had with your new partner about 
your current friendships and what they were to you before. Like, do, do you agree with that or no? So in, in other words, if, if your partner was in a relationship with someone who they consider a friend now, mm-hmm. would you want them to tell, or do you think it's something that that's required? Like they, they are required to tell you that, um, that they had a relationship with someone prior. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be honest because there's always that, um, I don't, I don't know. I feel like yes, because if you didn't, I feel like that'd be crossing a boundary of trust. Like yeah. why lie to me? Like be honest with me. Like it just makes it seem like you're trying to hide something that could possibly happen again. You know how exes are. How are, how are exes? I don't know. Oh, whatever. No. <laughs> so um, I've had exes in the past before where I keep going back to them. Mm-hmm. And technically, we weren't really dating. It was one of those situationships where we like kept going back to each other and stuff like that. But it was like we would end it and we just couldn't and I would we would just keep going back. So I just feel like exes have that um they have that like I, I don't know what to call it, like a spell. Like a spell. They can put a spell on you. I know mm-hmm. other people that can't leave their exes alone. Mm-hmm. Literally can't leave them alone and they so should. But they don't. <laughs> but they don't. You know what I think, though, too? But, well, hold on. That's not oh, all Alexis. That's go not ahead. all Alexis. Get your Sorry, shit that's out. not everyone. You can't have platonic friendships with your ex. I definitely know a situation. Like, I have a friend. Um, he lives with his ex, but she's engaged to someone else. And, like, they all live together great. Mm-hmm. And, like, he has a girlfriend and everything, and she's fine with it. So I feel like it's definitely possible to do. Okay. Why are you looking at me like that? No, I I, I do think it is possible. Um, and I, I was just looking at you like that, so I was trying to hurt swallow my drink. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I think it actually says more about the romantic relationship than it does about the friendship. Like, if you can't be platonic friends with your ex. And here's, here's what I mean about that, okay? So, yes, I do think that if you have an interest, a romantic interest in somebody, you should make that known, right? So that's in, in my book, that is usually going to be the first thing that's going to that's going to develop, right? A romantic interest, right. a romantic relationship. But I do think at some point in a healthy relationship, there has to be a friendship that's also developed as well. Right, like well, that's why they say most relationships start out better as friends first, because then you build that friendship level, and then you bring it to the romantic level. You already have that level established. It's hard for couples to do that when they start out on the romantic level. I feel like a lot of them don't get to form that friendship level, and then that's where their sometimes relationships fail. Because like to have that friendship level, you learn how to communicate with them and everything and get to know them. And if you can't do that, then that's where relationships fail. Why are you looking at me like that? No, I'm, I'm just, I'm letting you finish. I <laughs> you mean, keep like giving me this like puzzled look, like, like I'm not making any sense. No, you're making, I'm, I'm making I mean, like perfect sense oh right God. now. You're making sense, but <laughs> okay. Am I trailing off? I'm sorry. No, no, I, I disagree though. Okay. I disagree with, with the sentiment of it's hard for some relationships that started off romantic to build a friendship. I, I don't think Not it's all, hard. But some. I don't even think it's I, I don't think it's hard for any. I think it's interest. I think if you don't have an interest in what the other person is interested in, then you don't have a friendship. You're only relying on the romantic relationship. Also too, if you're not trying 
to find interest in what your partner's interested in, right? Or things that you can connect with, right? Let's say, like, I was in a relationship with someone who had an interest, a really, really strong interest in soccer. Okay. Okay. To be honest with you, I can give two shits about soccer. Unless it's fun to watch. I like it. It's fun. I, that's the first I've ever heard. I've really? never heard anybody go, you know, soccer's really fun oh to God, watch. Oh, my God. I hope so. I watch it uh-huh. every day. Okay. I never. I didn't say every day, <laughs> yeah. but if it's on, I'll watch it. You know what's fun to watch? Football. Football Football's fun to watch. Football's fun. Every I Sunday, like I'm there, but sports. no one's doing that Baseball, with soccer. Baseball, football, but, soccer, basketball. But anyways, so. Tennis isn't even interesting. Tennis is more interesting than soccer is. But what I'm saying is, if they have a keen interest in soccer, <laughs> and I'm not interested in that thing. Mm-hmm. Then I may go, if I don't put an effort, I may go, oh, she's interested in soccer. I'm not interested in that. That's it. Well, right? wouldn't that be the same thing? Because like that's that's a problem in creating the friendship level. And that's where some relationships fail. So wouldn't, mm. wouldn't that be the same thing as what I just said? No. You, you, you find new things. You find different things. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, with... Actually, here you go. Here's a better example with me and my wife. Right? I am, I am an avid football fan. I'm a huge football fan. Right. My wife is not. She has tried. She's tried to learn the sport. <laughs> I've tried to teach her the rules. I've even taken her to two football games. Does she and know the correct terms? Yeah, she, she knows say, like, She knows know, all the terms, but she stuff. cannot sit and watch a full game with me. Right? Now, if she had given up on just football and said, well, me and Prince don't have any interest together, then we probably wouldn't have a strong relationship. But then we introduced other things that mm-hmm. we were interested in, like... Anime. She had no clue about anime, really. I mean, the only right. thing she really understood about it was it was Dragon Ball Z, and every yeah. every teen boy likes Dragon Ball Z, and that's it. <laughs> but then I showed her some animes that she might like, and yeah. then next thing you know, that's something that we were able to connect on, right? I think it's just a matter of effort. If, if you don't put the effort in to try to find things that you, that you have in common, then it's not really going to work. And you don't even have to have things in common. You know, you, you just use your strengths and weaknesses. Like... And that will build a good relationship, right? Like if you're like a more outgoing person, mm-hmm. and then let's say, I mean, Jody's super outgoing, but let's he's say, let's so say, outgoing, but let's say dude. he, let's it say blows he, my mind. let's say he wasn't, right? Okay. And you guys would go to parties or whatever together, because you're a super outgoing person, and he's not. By you being more outgoing, it actually raises his comfort level in that environment, because you now do the top, the talking. That he would be left to do otherwise. I can so attest to that because we we went to Tahoe a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. And literally, he's like the best fucking wingman ever because we were in the hot tub. Not wingman, but like, that's like, okay, partner in crime. Bruh. No, partner in crime. That's way better. So we were just chilling and then he was just, we were talking to this couple and we he just kept the conversation going the whole time. Mm. And I'm like, there would be points where I'd be like, how do what we else continue happened? this? Nothing else happened, you oh, perv. Man. Nothing else happened. I'm not a perv. People, Why hey, would you ask that? A, what else perv. happened? That's shit how you ha- asked hey, it. Shit happens. Okay. Let, let's not, not play on my around. trip. Thank you very much. Hey, that's, Why are you? This is 2022. No, I don't, I don't do like that stuff. Are doing I don't do that <laughs> stuff. Hey, I don't do that stuff. Prentice, you know that. Oh, You're God. setting me up like I'm some person. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, nothing happened. My point is, is he was a good wingman. And I don't, I'm not going to say another term because he was. He's great. You can talk the whole conversation and I fucking love it. That's so funny. Okay. Now that we, we got that out of the way, Jody is your, your wingman apparently, 
how would you define a platonic relationship? So personally myself, what I thought a platonic relationship was, was a relationship between a man and a woman that's not sexual. Mm-hmm. We kind of already talked about that. We did. Um, that was my interpretation of it. But actually looking it up, it is platonic. Oh, hold on. Sorry. Um, a platonic friendship specifically re- refers to friendship between two people who could, in theory, feel attracted to each other. So that's like the, tr- the definition of it. So it's a little bit more in depth than what mine was. Because I always thought it was like all relationships between a man and a woman. And I guess that is true. But I know there's definitely some of my friends, guy friends, that it would never be at that level. So they're just friendships to me. They're not, I guess, platonic. Does that make sense? Okay. No, I, I, I guess that, that does make sense. I, I mean, know. just like I, just yes like I already said. No. Saying like, that out loud, I sound weird. but No, I yeah. mean, just like, I mean, like, like I've already talked about. I mean, the one thing I would, I guess, disagree with that definition is the could be part, because I would say not, meaning it would be relationships that you have with people that are not sexual, that that don't have any chance of, of being that, not that they could be, right? Because like all my, like, I feel like every person that I have a platonic relationship with, there's no shot in hell. Like it, it, it is what it is. You know. Yeah, but that is your interpretation, but that is technically not the true meaning of it. So And that's okay, see and, and that's what would I guess kind of bend the lines a little bit then, right? Because being sexual with somebody is subjective to what that what they identify that's true. as, you know, being like you know, being sexual. Right? Like a kiss on the cheek. To, to some, some people, people is like culture and it's part of where they grow up. But to some other people, those yeah, are, that's a, those that's are a fighting move. actions. Are you going to kiss my man? Yeah, exactly. That's not happening. <laughs> right? So like, no. you know, I, I mean, I guess it's kind of like to each their own. It's like, all right, whatever you, your boundaries, you know, that you set within your relationship or whatever boundaries you set within your friendship is, I guess, what will, you know, what will truly not happen or what will, you know, happen. Right. And I think that's like the, one of the most important things with platonic relationships is to make sure you actually set clear boundaries you know what i'm saying because you know the relationship that you have with someone that you otherwise would not be attracted to like for example i'm a straight man i'm not attracted to men right at all right so there's less friendships aren't considered platonic well they're still platonic i mean there's no way you'd be romantic with i could be a straight man but i have friends who are not straight you know what I mean? So like that's they, not that's that's a platonic relationship. That's not platonic. That's absolutely platonic because nothing sexual has happened, or nothing sexual is happening, right? right? So like nope. if if they You're swing wrong. if they swing both ways, no, that's yeah. okay. If they swing both ways, there's a chance that there could be an attraction. But right, but yours I, doesn't, so it's not platonic. There's no possible. There's right. You haven't seen Brokeback Mountain. Because one of those guys. So what are you saying about yourself right now? All I'm, I'm saying is, is if there's no chance. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. No, you Did just you... roll your eyes. Go, go, go. I rolled my eyes because I mean I'm just, I'm saying for myself, <laughs> shit will never happen. Right. However, however, before you turn some, before you turn one thing, you, you usually came from another. So, um, anyways. We're gonna we're gonna get <laughs> get off that tree. Okay, yeah. Anyways, I think you're just digging up. I'm I'm not. I'm just not gonna go down that path because that starts a are. whole new conversation that I'm not willing to have on the Happy Hour podcast. 
tune in for shit talk. We might be talking about that. But anyways, <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, like I have less boundaries for someone like, for example, Roger. Roger could text me at 10 o'clock. I may not answer it, but he can text me at 10 o'clock. My wife's not going to get offended by that. I'm not going to be offended by that. But you, however, you Cannot. can't text me at 10 o'clock. No. That's, well, I wouldn't anyway. That's rude. Exactly. And, and that's really what it is, right? It's like, okay, whatever will threaten our relationship or whatever will threaten my relationship outside of us, right? Right. Is what would, you know, break those boundaries. And but I feel like with men, you don't, like, for the same sex kind of relationships, you really don't have to set that boundary. Even if you had a friend that was gay, I don't feel like you have to set that boundary with them. I've had what I have had friends who are lesbian and I don't have to set that set that boundary with them that they know my okay. sexuality so like it, it, it it's depends. already there but I feel like with some platonic relationships like you kind of you kind of have to yeah no I see I okay I agree with what you're saying because it, it truly th- this is why I will say because you can't generalize that it depends on the person true it it really does I mean I'm, I'm gonna be straight up I have had people who I used to be friends with, who I'm no longer friends with anymore because they did cross a boundary that were gay and they did not respect my stance on, on what I am. And, um, you know, that, that friendship came to crumble. Some people are not going to respect your boundaries, period. And that's why... Because I don't give a fuck. Exactly. And that's None. why I think, and, and you can tell me if you uh, agree or not, but would you say that what we have, not just platonic relationships... But what we actually have together is something rare. Um, yes, I would say it is rare um, just because of how um, the environment is as of right now. Like, I feel like my mom, um, mm-hmm. and I know I use my family as an example a lot, but this is all the time. This is my experience, okay? Mm-hmm. They have a lot of friends that are platonic friends, like their relationships with other men. Um, a lot of them, they went to high school together and stuff, and they all right. still talk and stuff like that. So, I feel like now it's more rare because uh, people get jealous, um, people mm-hmm. trust issues, people don't give two fucks and will just go over boundaries. Like I feel like a lot of people are really more selfish nowadays with just doing whatever they want to do and not taking into consideration like other people's feelings. So that's why I feel like it's more rare um, because it's I've definitely seen it before with like the older generation, yeah. but younger generation, no. Okay. You know, I would, I would disagree uh, with with the first sentiment that it was that is rarer now than it, than it was back in the day. I, I would disagree with that. Why? And I'll, I'll get to that. But I do ag- I do agree that it, I know this is going to sound like an oxymoron, or but I do agree that it's harder now. I think it was rarer then, but it's harder now. Here's why. Okay, so back in the day. A lot of relationships were built on religion. A lot of them. I mean, like religion, religious principles really fed into what you did in your relationships, what boundaries were set within your relationships. And in a lot of, a lot of religious principles do state that if you're a woman, you should not be associating with other men outside of your marriage. Right. So, for example, someone like like my mother. Right. She has relationships with men that were that were already there in her life before my dad. Right. Right. Or men who are family. But new men 
are not are not coming in her life that she's building relationships with. Right. It's only the ones that were already there. That that's one thing that's different with now. You know, now I feel like it is acceptable to build new relationships with other people, regardless of their sex, regardless if you're in a relationship. I mean, I have done it. Now, the boundaries of those relationships are way harsher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like someone, for example, like like you. We we came we became really close friends at the beginning of my relationship with my wife before right. we even got married, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's boundaries there, but it's not as many boundaries as someone who I just became friends with two years ago, right? Someone who came in, you know, my life post-marriage, post me and her building this whole life together. Now, like, I really have to vet this person. And, you know, this is one thing that makes me different from other people. Two years isn't enough time to really build a relationship or build a friendship. I feel like there has to be more years or more things that have to go in place, especially more Before you consider, like, a strong friendship. Yeah, like... I mean, even at two years, depending on what we've already been through together, I would still even consider you just a a, a good acquaintance. But anyways. Not me. No, we've known each other for longer than that. Okay. Okay, sorry. Yeah. And, I was and, like, I was like, no, no, no. No, we've known each other longer than that. And even, and what I'm saying is, so when we were just friends for two years, there was time invested into our friendship. Right. Right. There was conversations that were had that made our friendship stronger on a friendship level and most relationships don't grow like that, which is another reason why I think it's uh, think it's rare. But the reason why I think that platonic relationships are harder today, because I do think that sex addiction is more prevalent today. So you have a, a greater access to porn yeah. nowadays than you did back in the day. I mean, your dad had to <laughs> to. to uh, at the, before he was old enough, he stuff. had to sneak his dad's, you know, stash of magazines in order to be, you know, stimulated by that. And even then, it's just photos. It's not the same. But it's not live action. No, it's it's, yeah. it's not live action, right? Like now, you have porn in your pocket, and I think a lot of people don't realize. Pocket porn. A lot of people don't realize that they actually do have sex addictions when. You know, when they do, I mean, they're just walking around with it and they're trying to build relationships with women that are not sexual, but then they break those boundaries because they can't control themselves. Um, the other thing, too, I, I do think it makes harder is that women also have less boundaries with themselves in the sense of. It's not it, my it's hold on. It's not my job for 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 me as a woman to make sure that a man can control myself, no matter how sexual I post myself or anything like that. I can post whatever I want. Okay. If I give you like the, if I give you like the notion that I want to get to know you further, then yeah, you can kind of give me that pressure or whatever. But like, if I'm posting something sexual on social media, like guys don't have that, um, permission, automatic permission to like assume. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? What you're saying is correct. Now let me ask you this. Okay. Yeah. Let's play a little devil's advocate. Okay. Cause I, I do agree with you. It is not, a woman's responsibility for a man to control themselves or not. But this is what I will say. Or here's, here's a question. Megan, do you consider yourself an attractive person? Yes. Okay. Do you think that if you post photos of yourself that are attractive, do you think that people will be attracted to you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Okay. So if a person is attracted to you, 
what do you think their intentions are? To try and get me probably into bed? Probably. Right. right? Now, am I saying that it's wrong for you to attract people, even whether you're in a relationship or not? No. But what I am saying is that there's a certain aspect of human nature Mm -hmm. that if you're posting those type of photos, you're going to attract more people that otherwise would not have been attracted to you at all, right? If they saw you like this, mm-hmm. not saying that you're not looking attractive. I look good I'm right just, now. I don't know what the fuck just, you're talking about. Like, I'm just saying, like, if they just saw you not thirst trapping, right, and they had an opportunity to build a relationship with you, they're probably going to build a relationship with you that's more so on the friend level right. until something else leads them down that path, right? But if they're first impression of you is what is being posted on the internet which a lot of ladies do post yeah it's going to be a lot harder to build genuine relationships with people it is unless you're dealing with people who have more experience with dealing with women like that or you know who who in in my eyes who are just more controlled right who have a little bit more self-control like i mean i'll I'll admit like because i've done like that type of photography yeah i'm kind of like yeah yeah, or like voyeurism or like I'm pretty desensitized to a lot of it, to be honest with you. Right. Like it doesn't really like affect me like that. Um, but not everyone's that. You know what I'm saying? Like most men out there are not that. Most men out there see some titties. They're gonna get excited. They're gonna get excited. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah, for sure. So I, I do think that's what makes it harder. But because women now have a more of a voice and they're, you know. I mean, as much as people shit on the Me Too movement, one thing that it did do a great job of was instilling fear into men who otherwise would not have respected that boundary. That's very true. It's kind of a toxic part of the Me Too movement that was. Exactly. So, which is why I think that it's not so rare now because I think most men do, like, get into relationships with women understanding that, like, hey, if I cross this line... She's not going to stay silent. I have to control myself. But a lot of people, like I said, are not dealing with their sex addictions. And I, don't I, think feel like that's a lot, why. I don't feel like a lot of people do that. You don't, don't think I, so? I don't. I have a few friends who they have male friends and they will hang out, right? Just smoke, chill, whatever. And then they're trying to smash? No, 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 no. It's not even that. It's like they're not honest with their partners about the situations. Like they'll be, they like, like, they'll tell me that they're just, they're hanging out with them. But that they don't tell their significant other. Yeah, I think that's... So I feel like that's not okay. No, that's not like, okay. that's not okay. Yeah, I think that's also too, because maybe some dudes hope that there's an opportunity. I mean, like... That's I mean, we, We've talked about this before. I mean, this is kind of like off topic of platonic relations. But, you know, my theory on cheating is cheating only happens when there's an opportunity. Or you create one. Right. Yeah. So as long as there's no opportunity and as long as you're not putting yourself in positions where you can cheat, then it won't happen. Posting right? a sexy so, picture doesn't put me in that position, though. I'm not saying that. What, I, what I'm saying is by a guy hanging out with a girl, it's two, okay, two straight people hanging out, opposite sex. Yeah. And they're not telling their partners about the fact that they're hanging out with someone of the opposite sex, whether they're a platonic friend or not. Yeah. I do think that it creates an opportunity where cheating could happen. It doesn't say cheating is going to happen. Right. Especially if if certain boundaries are stretched, right? Like, I don't know, maybe, um, maybe these two friends 
within their boundaries, it's okay for one, you know, them to hang out at each other's houses, right? They may be within the boundaries, but then now he didn't tell his girlfriend that he's coming over and now they're hanging out in the bedroom. Now we're talking about stretching boundaries there, right? I mean, you jumped Something... from hanging out the house to the bedroom awfully quick. Those are two different things. There's still a bunch of rooms still in the, the house besides <laughs> the bedroom. You could hang hey, out in the kitchen, could... the garage, the living room. Fuck. No, not even the bathroom. That's smaller spaces. That's a no-go. Yeah, there's, there's no reason no why reason. they should be in the bathroom together. Absolutely but, no reason. I mean, it could happen anywhere. They could be in the living room together, but on the same couch sitting right next to each other. Boom. Right there. Boundaries. Cross. Okay, but like but, there's a lesser chance of doing I mean, I guess there's a lesser chance of doing that in the living room versus the bedroom. Like the bedroom has like its own intentions. Let's go hang out in the bedroom. Like like no. No. Boundary fucking crossed. No. Yeah, people are fucking on the couch, Megan. So I get that, but it's like it's like you can just hang out on the couch and watch a movie. Like that's like common, you know. But like you don't go and hang out with your friends in their bedroom and lay on the bed and watch a movie together. <laughs> That's just not happening. You don't do that. Yeah, but what I'm saying do, is what I mean, I'm saying is that boundary gets crossed more when you create when you put yourself in a position where it can't get crossed. Oh well yeah. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's 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 all I was saying. I'm not saying that like, hey, you know, it's it's okay for you to hang out in the bedroom. Nothing will happen there. I'm saying like when when people start lying and people start, you know hiding, hiding secrets. Hiding things, that's where you're putting yourself in a position where things can get crossed. Now, we asked Facebook, all of our Facebook followers, a question yeah. about platonic relationships. Now, what, what was the question? That uh, we asked the, the question was, is um, are platonic relationships possible in 2022? Yeah. And so um, I got a, actually a lot of responses. Men and women responded to it. So uh, one of them is from my friend Aurora. She's fucking amazing. I love her. Um, so she said... Um, yeah, sorry. Okay, she said, "Yes, of course, men and women can have platonic relationships because it's just normal, a normal way to be. And if you want to keep it that way, you keep reframing your boundaries when needed." Which I agree with. We talked about boundaries again, so that was a good response. I thought from her. I have another one here. Sorry. And this is the one pertaining to what you were talking about earlier about sex addiction. Um, so she said, yes, but probably not possible for those who struggle with sex addiction, lack of personal boundaries, narcissists who do in order to gain power mm. over others, etc. Um, it's easier for some and harder for others. I used to struggle with this, but I chalk it up to my youth and values at a young age. Now I have plenty of platonic friends who are male. I actually find it harder to stay platonic with my female friends. I, I um, agree. With everything but that last part. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my homies, we still kick it. It's not difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I guess I, I mean, sure. I, I see what's happened there. She's now, uh, she's now experimenting with things. Well, I mean, I, I just, I feel like her point is valid, and it kind of has to do with you say. Um, I actually have something to what you said earlier that had to do with religion. So after this, I do want to say that before I forget. Okay. Um, but I had one of my friends comment too, and he said, uh, really comes down to the guy. For myself, I have women who I've met that were awesome, and once we have a nice friendship, I didn't feel like crossing that bridge uh, because what I could never return, because once I cross it, I could never return. Also, I just realized the value of having some women in your life um, is incredible for your growth as a man. Plus, there are plenty of other women out there I can pursue besides those I call my friend. Mm. I agree with that tremendously because I think it's one of the greatest things about having a platonic friendship is having that perspective from the opposite sex. It's so yeah. 
it's insightful. It's very helpful. Um, and it's very healthy. I think it's mm-hmm. very healthy to have that. Like when you and I used to go out to lunch all the time, we, I would literally just talk to you about my relationships. I would tell you my problems and you would tell me if I was acting crazy, which I have in the past before been mm-hmm. a little crazy and you know that. Um, or if the dude was wrong, you know, you would put me or him in, in our place, basically telling yeah. me the perspective and vice versa. I would do the same thing for you. Like when you'd come to me about issues with Jasmine, we would talk and I would give you my advice and, you know, I would definitely tell you that you need to do this, this and that. And then I'd also voice my opinion on what I think, you know, should be fixed. So I feel like this is a good comment. It has a lot of um, inf- like insightful stuff. And I think it's a true um, argument. Yeah. And I appreciate his, um, you know, his sentiment on his growth. Yeah. You know, because I, I think, um, yeah, it, it definitely comes down to maturity. Yeah. The order you, you know? get, the more you realize Yeah, that it's possible. Yeah. And not every relationship has to end in sex. Abs, abs, a hundred percent. You know, because like I, I think when you're young, you know, oftentimes you're thinking with the wrong head. I feel like most men do that. It's when not younger. just thinking with the wrong head. Like, like I, I feel like, I feel like a lot of times women or girls don't understand like the guy experience. For example, I remember being like in junior high, okay, and every guy talking about sex. And talking about the sex that they were having that we all know now <laughs> they weren't having, right? And it was like this thing where it was like, hey. Competition. It wasn't like a competition. It was more like a, um, it was like a, like a man card almost. Like it was like, hey, if you get in a relationship with somebody and they like you, they're supposed to, we're supposed to have sex, right? Like if we like each other in a relationship, we've been in a relationship for three years or three months. You know, the book, the rule book says the high school rule book says we should be smashing. Right. So like you you start to like create this, this notion, or I guess it's like this idea or perspective that women are for sex or girls are for sex. Right. Like get in a relationship and we're going to, you know, if it goes well enough, you're going to reward me by doing a little something, something, huh? A little bit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, um, and I think as you grow up, you start to realize that that way of thinking was wrong. And that way of thinking can also lead you into trouble. That way of thinking can ruin some relationships, as he's you know, already said. Because it can, it can make you read things incorrectly. Yeah. And like like he said also, once you cross that bridge, you can't, you can't go back over it. Like, no. nothing's the same. There's always that thought or... I... I hmm. Okay. Maybe you can go back because I know that there ha- I know, like I said, people earlier that have been in relationships that go back to being platonic, but it's very hard to get that close again, uh, close again with somebody like that yeah. and keep the platonic thing. Like there's a little bit of a distance when something like that happens. Right. You have to now put them at, you have to now keep them at, at arm's length. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very arm's length. Yeah. Like you, you kind of have to at that point because now that you guys cross that boundary, you know that it's there. Yeah. And and just because that person allows you to cross the boundary doesn't mean that it was either okay and that the friendship is still there. Cause I mean, that, that happens a lot of times too. I mean, I, I could admit that has happened before where I was friends with somebody, the boundary got crossed. We both crossed the boundary. We were no longer friends anymore. Yeah. Right? It was no longer platonic because now there was something sexual that happened. So um, if you have friends that are platonic, opposite sex, or whatever your 
you're in and you really care about those relationships, I definitely think you should definitely make it a point to establish boundaries because, I mean, as as you already said, those relationships will serve you long-term and they'll be able to provide you perspective Beneficial. that you wouldn't otherwise be able to get. Yes. You know what I mean? Like like you've already said, there's been times where I've come to you about my woes and you've, you know, yeah. told me straight up, hey, Prentice, like you're doing this the wrong way. You got to get your shit together, man. Yeah. (laughs) I have Jasmine. I have your back. Don't worry. (laughs) Don't worry. It's not one-sided at all. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So. Wait. Why? What? What? Wait. So I wanted to say the thing. When you were talking about religion, Mm -hmm. right? And like platonic friends not being, being more possible back then. I feel like in like the 80s and 90s, like, the 70s, 80s, and 90s kind of when, like, religion kind of, like, dropped off. Like, I feel like what you said was true for, like, my grandma's generation, like, and her marriages and stuff. But, like, as far as, like, my mom's generation and stuff and all of her friends, I don't feel like that's necessarily true. I don't feel like a lot of them are driven around, like, religion and how their relationship should be run, definitely. So I disagree with what you said, but I agree. I feel like it's older generations, but, like, like... A lot of that generation isn't around. It's like more of my parent, our parents. Like you said, your mom had platonic friends before she got in a relationship, so I don't feel like that's true. Okay. I understand. Right. What I will say is that I think there may be cultural differences at play, right? I don't want to make this a black and white thing, but this is what I will say. Rock music. Oh my God, I'm gonna sound like a fucking boober. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> a boomer. You know, a boomer. You know, like okay. So during that during that era, you know, you, heard for, what you said right a boomer. You said a boober. <laughs> well, I said a boomer. No, you I said did a boober. Not. I can't wait oh, for you yeah. to listen to that Whatever. again. Anyway, continue, Anyways, continue, continue. I'm gonna sound like a fucking boomer. Um, there you go. You know, so during that era. It was a very experimental phase for a lot of people. Yeah. Okay. Um, what era? Well, sorry, what era again? The rock era. Oh, yeah. Okay, right? okay. Like, sorry. And um, not only was it very experimental, but it was also very progressive. Yeah. Depending on where you are, where you were culturally. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that there weren't black folks that was listening to Van Halen, because there definitely was. But it's predominantly more white. It, it was. Yeah. And you know, we were still listening to Motown. We were still listening Motown. to, you know, R and B. We were listening to those things. And a lot of times those things did derive from gospel. Um so in in black culture, yeah, the, the church was still very much so a part of my parents' upbringing. Right now, I can, see, I can see that. I obviously didn't grow up around like. And I'm not trying to. to I'm to not trying that. to generalize this at all. Like I'm not saying like all like black folks were were super religious and super spiritual, and that was but the case. Some. No, I'm I'm saying like for for a good majority of us. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this who are African American descent, you probably were raised in the church. I'm, I'm sure. Right, so a lot of those values did come in play. Anyways, um, <laughs> why do you think that there is a stigma when it comes to platonic friends? Why do you think that when people saw me and you 
And they were like, all right, obviously they're fucking. Because uh, I feel like the word was generalized, or like it, like, hmm, God, I can't use my big words today, apparently. So I feel like the world is very, like, in tune to sex. Like, sex is way more prominent now than it was. So I feel like, of course, when you see somebody, you're going to assume they're hooking up. And that's it. We have a hookup culture right now. Like, it's huge, you know? It's like people are very open about their sexuality and being who they are and how many people they slept with or doing whatever, really not having any apologies for it. So that's really big right now. So I just feel like a lot of people assume because sex is so prominent everywhere. Okay. I will play devil's advocate. Why can't you just agree with me? (laughs) Megan, I'm not saying I don't agree with you. I'm just saying. (laughs) Always. I, I have to speak for the people out there. What, who, I play devil's who, advocate. What are I you I have to say? speak for the people out there who've been in my position. And this is me playing devil's advocate, but I also can speak from experience. I think that there's a stigma out there because a lot of people have been burnt yeah. by their partners having platonic friendships that weren't exactly platonic or turned out that they eventually became unplatonic, right? There's now sexual advances being taken place on both parts. A lot of us have been burned by that. And I think that's why there is a stigma because at the end of the day, people, they, they want to protect themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And when you've seen the situation unfold, if you haven't dealt with those traumas before, yeah, like you may feel like some way about having your significant other have friends with people that they otherwise would be attracted to. Especially if that person that they're friends with is an attractive person. I think that plays a role too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, yes and no. And I wouldn't say like all the time. Um, for instance, I have been in that situation that you're talking about. My last relationship, um, he cheated on me. He won't ever admit it, but I know he cheated on me with that skank. He cheated on me with his best friend. Mm. And You're talking about the one that, that left her baby with you to go take acid, was it? I mean, if <laughs> we're going to be technical, no, it wasn't acid. It was some other stuff. But no, yeah, she let me. She had me babysit while she went and did her shit. So great mom of the year award. Mm. Whatever. I, people can do what they want. I personally have some issues with her, so I will definitely. She's not a fan. Anything she does is dumb. I can't stand her. But regardless of that... Um, but, well, the thing is, it was a little bit more because we were, became really close friends. She moved into my apartment because she needed a place to stay. We became... That's s- the worst. That is the yeah. worst. Like the ultimate slap I mean, in the I've face, never, too. I've never dealt with that, but I can imagine that would be I didn't make her pay shitty. rent either well, yeah. because she needed a spot for her and her baby. And I was not going to just, like, kick her out. Like, she literally had no one. Her family is trash. Um, <laughs> like, she had no one there for her. So, like, I helped her. And then... Her being there caused issues because they crossed boundaries, big mm-hmm. boundaries, and then we ended up breaking up, and then they ended up getting together and getting engaged, and yeah, I know, and he's he's still trash. He's yeah. he's trash. Well, also there, I mean, just to spill some more tea out oh, there, yeah, wasn't yeah, there also disrespect that was going on too? Like, wasn't she disrespecting you in your own apartment? She was. Um, she was. God, I had to get that out. She there, literally but. makes me so mad. But the the worst thing, the worst thing is right is like he left me for her. Right, yeah. great, great choice. Like great. 
Um, I'm actually thankful because he was a chronic cheater, cheater, and it just got to a point where, like, I'm kind of glad he left because I would have been dumb and kept going back because I thought, you know, oh, I'm the one that can change him, whatever. But this fool, this fool will create Instagrams as of, t- like, today. Like, a couple weeks ago, he created a new one mm-hmm. and liked my stuff. So he, Sorry, and he liked my stuff. And I'm just like, what are you doing here? Shoo. Get the fuck away. Like, the last time he did that, he did that right before me and Jody started dating. Before he made it official. And so he messaged me, and I was like, um... I'm actually going to be in, like, a relationship with somebody, so you need to get your shit together and go to your wife. Because they're mm. married now. Bruh. Exactly. So, That's like, why crazy. are you doing this? I hope you see this. I hope they <laughs> both see this. I hope they get in trouble. Because this isn't the first time, because... Yeah. We're not. Oh my God, we can't. Get, I will. I will just bitch about this well, forever. We stop, need to change the subject. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop you <laughs> we'll there. But that, but, that, but that is the reason why. You know. I mean, you can hear the hurt in her voice. Oh, okay. A lot of people. I mean, a lot of people have been burnt by it. So, but you know what? Along with that, I disagree with you because, for instance, like Jody has some um, friends that are female. I don't have an issue with it, and I don't have any trust issues. Sometimes. Is there situations like because there that I don't like? Yes, and we've talked about that before. Um, oh, that makes it sound really bad. I don't want that part. I don't. I don't want. I don't want that part. No, it's it. gonna be. A I don't. I don't want. No, it's because it's be, not what I mean. Keep, keep going. <sighs> okay, basically what I mean is like so. There's he has some friends that are girls. One of them because of her work schedule, they send snap streaks to each other. I've seen the snap streaks. There's no conversation. There's nothing. But she will message him sometimes late at night. Just because for the snap streak, okay? I don't like that. I think that is so fucking rude. Like, that is a boundary that I, you know, don't like, whatever. But it's something that I don't like. It's not that I don't trust him. It doesn't give me any trust issues with him. I'm still completely fine with it. They can still be friends. I'm not going to hold him accountable for something that happened in my past. Mm. I think there's a lot to be said with that, though. Why? no, like what you just said. So holding someone else accountable, like not holding someone else accountable to what happened to you in the past. Yeah, and it's I not think, it's not his fault that my ex burnt me like that. Like yeah. his friendships are not going to be the same as his. Right, and that, I don't want to get too too off topic, but I mean that that may be a conversation that we may go down on another episode. Um, you know, dealing with past relationship traumas and the correct way to deal with them. But, you know, I, I will commend you for that. Honestly, that is like, in my eyes, the correct way to deal with past relationship tra- trauma. Yeah. Like someone else isn't responsible for that if they didn't do it. Which is why like on the last episode or two episodes ago, we talked about going through your significant other's phone. Yeah. And I disagreed with that sentiment, especially if the person hasn't done anything to make you not trust them right just because right. you've been cheated on in another relationship with someone doing it through their cell phone by sending girls photos or receiving photos from other women or blah 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 it, it's still not a reason for you to now have trust issues with that person like you got to deal with that before you hop in the relationship so absolutely um now final thoughts on platonic relationships now we talked about stigmas we talked about the definition we talked about experiences what does it take for them to work? Boundaries. Mm-hmm. Communication. 
mm-hmm. and acceptance. Because if you can't accept those boundaries, then they're going to get crossed. And you need to be able to communicate your boundaries. I feel like those are the three most important things that you need to make a platonic friendship work. Okay. I would, I would, I agree. And I would add one more thing. Mm-hmm. I would say honesty. Yes. But honesty in three different ways. Honesty with your platonic friend. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you are attracted to them, you have to tell them. I, I, I do agree with that. Like you should tell them and then you set more boundaries. Because if you're not telling that person, then you're not able to set, uh, you're not able to set mm-hmm. the proper boundaries. If someone told me, hey, Prentice, you know, I do think that I'm developing feelings for you. Oh, thanks for telling me. Now I know that we can't, you know, we have to put way more time in between the conversations we're having. Or we need to do something about that. Right? Yeah, I guess there, that's there, true when you put it like that. Yeah, there has to be honesty between the friends. There has to be honesty if the person's in a relationship, that person needs to communicate with their partners about their platonic friends. And there also needs to be honesty with yourself. Yeah. You have to be clear about your intentions, right? Are you in this platonic relationships relationship because you are hoping that the relationship, the intimate relationship that they're in, falls off and then you're going to make your chance. See, because that, that happens a lot too. That wouldn't be considered platonic. Right. I think a lot of people think that they're in platonic relationships that really they're just on the sideline waiting for an opportunity. They're actually in the friend zone, which is very, very different than being in a platonic relationship. It's not the same, right? If you're no. friend zoned, you're waiting for an opportunity. That's different than than actually having a genuine interest in just being that person's friend. Yeah. So Because the end, the end goal is different. Yep. Like for you and me, our end goal is to be friends. Yep. That's it. Exactly. You're my free therapist because God fucking is expensive. Dude, it is crazy. So, but like, <laughs> ser- seriously, that's what it is. But other people, oh, yeah, it's, it's different. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, therapist. As, as you've already heard on all of our episodes, I give really shitty advice and I have really shitty opinions. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Anyways. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> Now that we've talked about platonic relationships, we wanted to kind of give you guys an insight to how good of friends and how honest we are. Because I do think what we have is rare. Yeah. And there's going to be a game. There's going to be a game that we're going to (laughs) play. And there's going to be a lot of honesty. And if there isn't honesty, what's going to happen, Megan? Take a shot. Take a shot. Now, we fucked up. I meant to introduce you guys to a new cast member of the Happy Hour podcast, but I'm going to introduce him to you today. He is our bartender. Bartender, introduce yourself for us. Hello. I bartend. I love that, dude. That's straight to, that straight was... to the point. Good job, bartender. Yes. So <laughs> he's going to read off the questions for us. Bartender, how's the game going to go? Are you, now you're going to read us. Or do we both have to answer the questions or is it just one of us? Um, basically, you both have to answer. And if uh, you decide not to, you're going to have to take a shot. A shot. Let's get these shots ready. I mean, I don't plan on taking one, but for oh video purposes, let's get a shot for it. You ready for your first question? I'm ready. Oh my God. Have you ever been sexual on camera? Would you oh want to? Oh my God! What? 
Have I, I ever like been sexual on ways. camera? Have I? And, and <coughs> yes, I have. And would I want to? Yes. Uh, yes, I have. And a yes, because it was fun. I saw I would do it. Well, um, I forgot to say, uh, if you refuse to answer three questions, you are the loser. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's right. three and you're three out. Questions. I guess that one was easy enough for you. So. That, was yeah, easy. that was easy. Pretty open. I, there was no skin in there. No, it's know. not that scandalous. Question two is, do you think you have more or less sex than your next door neighbors? You really have to think on this one. I don't. Um, I definitely think we have more sex. I would say I don't know. I I definitely think I have more sex. It's not a, it's than not a question. It's not a question of how much sex I'm having. I don't know how much sex they're having. They're pretty young. I'm just gonna assume that I do. <laughs> I think uh, I think that like me and my boyfriend definitely have more. I can hear our neighbors. Is it ugly when you hear? Them? It's just a little awkward. I just okay. turned the TV up a little I feel like louder. Some people are like 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 they're ugly when they make. Like when they have sex, like their screams are not pleasant. You can tell when it's like fake and over exaggerated. It's like, really? I've seen your neighbor. He's not. I don't think his hip motion's as good as you think he is. I'm a <laughs> Are you more of a top, a bottom, or versatile? I'm versatile. Or do these labels not apply to you? I'm versatile. Uh, I enjoy being on top, but I am definitely a quote unquote pillow princess. I don't. What the fuck does that mean? I'm on my back a Oh, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that term. <laughs> Tech, uh, I mean, I put in work when I need to, but no, yeah, I prefer like, to um, be on my back. <laughs> I don't like that term, pillow princess. It just puts a weird fucking... It's like, too innocent. I don't like the term princess. Like, like uh, I call my daughter princess. Oh, well, yeah, that's a different... So, like, that's just like... Mm, that's a little... What do you think your co-host needs to just let go of? I feel like you're too serious sometimes. Okay. Like you could, you could, you know, be fun. Not, not fun. No. Are you saying I'm not fun? That's not what I'm saying. I totally said yeah. that wrong. I just think you could. I, <laughs> I just think you're too That's serious crazy. sometimes. Oh, he's really thinking. Now, yeah, he, now, now he's, now now he's, he's like, he's like, oh, you I'm said that. I'm gonna show you how I'm serious I am. Deep, he's I'm about to get, for the I'm to get real. Are you about to make me cry? Please, this isn't waterproof mascara. Please don't make me cry. I'm not gonna make you. See, I'm not fucking mean. You know. Okay, this is what you need to let go of. And this is serious. And this is out of love. Okay, wait. You need to let go of caring about what other people think about you. That is what you need to let go of. Because you're an awesome person. And who gives a shit? Who gives a shit what people think? Go ahead and give us a passionate example of your dirty talk. <laughs> Not on camera. Finally, I found something you guys won't do. Yeah. That's what we're not doing. This is definitely not. not. And first off, for the record, I don't do passionate dirty talk. <laughs> My dirty talk is not Very nice. Subtle. What's the weirdest porn you ever clicked on? That's a shot. Uh, two girls, one cup, only because I just wanted to see the video. That shit was nasty. That's the weirdest <laughs> porn I've ever clicked on. You caught him mid-shot <laughs> on that one. <laughs> He's probably seen it too. He's having flashbacks. He gave him flashbacks. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Score is Cousin P, too. May, one May, more one. and I am the champion. This could oh be God. game point. Uh, it probably is. Let's see. Bartender's laughing. He's giggling. <laughs> That's not good. Oh, oh well, now. Nothing loose. How would you describe your nipples to a blind person? Oh, my God. Like sand dollars. 
<laughs> dollars. Whoa. I have. They're, stop. They're not stop. Small. T- stop it. Stop. Don't. Megan, don't do that. He asked the question. No, no, no. no. You started doing this. I shit. started doing all sorts of boob massages. Stop that. No. This is a family show. I was wow. I was Megan. not doing that. I was. <laughs> Take back my last answer. She won't respect your boundaries. She'll rub her tits in front of you. That's not true. I would say tiny. I have tiny nipples. Oh, you gotta be a little more like descriptive little chocolate than chips? that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Little chocolate. They're chips. always perky. They're tiny. You know, they look like nipples, like you know, like black people nipples. You usually have dark. Is there a Is there a difference? Black people have no, light nipples. I've never nipples seen a black them? person with light nipples. Like, oh, you mean just dark? Yeah, like no one's nipples look like this. Like everyone's nipples, like, you know what I'm saying? Like they it's, got the color to them. Yeah, like it's usually darker than your your normal skin complexion. When it comes to your sexual orientation, oh my god, <laughs> have you ever considered experimenting? No. Yeah, I did in high school. You did? Yeah, it's talking to this girl. Thought I like girls. Found out you didn't like girls. Uh, we kissed by the gym after one of our classes, and I had an anxiety attack, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't me. I'm not comfortable with this." And yeah, that was pretty much. Oh, and then also, also, um, when I went out to go see one of my friends, we went to this bar, and I experimented with this girl. Disappointed. I know how men are, dude. She had like. It was, I just wanted to have fun. So I was just like experimenting, right? So like we were messing around and she took off her bra and it was the most disappointing thing. Cause I, I think titties are nice. Whatever. If you have a nice pair, they're nice. So much padding in that bra. There was more padding than boob, right? Mm. And I was very fucking disappointed. So that was a bad experience that I had with experimenting. So yes, I have. That's and they very were. Vain. It's not vain. I was disappointed. It was false advertisement. Why are you looking at me like that? Why are you looking at me like that? Because it just... You would have this conversation with your dude friends talking about details and stuff. <laughs> I would not. I, 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 I would not. I, I would don't not believe be, that. I, I believe guys talk about hookup stories. I think guys talk about hookup stories. That night with Steve. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hey, Ross, I was experimenting. The other no. boys <laughs> gather around and listen. <laughs> I'm talking about... I'm talking about stories in general, not just experimenting <laughs> stories. That's not what I meant. I meant stories in general. Men talk about their sex stories oh, without oh the No. <laughs> yes, I'm right. Oh <laughs> well. I would not be like, hey, Rog. No, I was... Me and, me and Jabal was hanging out no, the other day. That's <laughs> what I'm talking I thought about, about experimenting. And he whipped no. out his dick, and I was so disappointed. <laughs> I thought it was going to be bigger. Totally. There was so much more padding in those pants than I thought there was. It happens all the time. This is a casual day that's with the boys. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm oh talking about God. just sex stories in general, oh asshole. Oh my God. I'm right. Continue. Go ahead. You be right all you want. I know the truth. <laughs> you and your co-hosts are dating. Oh What's boy. going to break you up? Her attitude. Facts <laughs> or the Her fact attitude. that I'm never on time. Her attitude immediately. Day one, she pops lip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm gonna be like that Ike Turner meme. <laughs> Just saying. My attitude's pretty vicious sometimes. I don't feel like I don't know if I want to say what I was going to oh say. Oh my god. Oh my god, off. take so that I shot. I have one, right? I don't lose yeah. this, right? Yeah, there we go, that's two. Right there, go ahead and take that shot. Uh, yeah, it's two, two. Oh, am I boring you? A little bit. What's the messiest thing you've done sexually? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I thought I was boring. <laughs> you having problems? Oh! <gasps> if you answer this. That's a wrap. If you answer this he question, you technically took the shot first, so I definitely no. Have you have to answer. No, you have to answer. Or else it's or a, tie. It's a tie. What's the question again? What is the messiest thing you've done sexually? And you cannot lie. You cannot make something up. You cannot choose the second messiest thing. You have to choose the the messiest. The or take a shot. I've oh, had shit. someone earn their red wings before. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> My, oh my. That was really messy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel oh. like. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. <laughs> and my dignity is gone. Dignity of the very dignity. first, the very first <laughs> happy hour. Was it worth hour. it? <laughs> was it worth it? No, it was trash. No, I'm not talking about the Red Wings. Oh. I'm talking about wedding. <laughs> I, don't I know well, that wasn't worth that. it. I have no curiosity about whether or not that was worth it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, um, yeah, that was a, 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 an experience. I'm glad you guys got to be a part of that. What a and winner. Probably... You can obviously tell this is not something we have conversations about all the time because no. turning red. <laughs> no, we, we actually never have really these conversations. Do. All this so shit that funny. I've just heard today is new to me. <laughs> and um, yeah, so the more you know exactly. But no, this was <laughs> this was a, a definitely a very fun episode. Uh, we talked about a lot of things yeah. today, not just platonic relationships, but we kind of deep dived in other stuff when it comes to just relationships in general. Uh, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, but if you are watching this on YouTube, please subscribe like and hit the bell notifications so, oh, so you can get the notifications also too very soon i know we keep saying it but we will be going to all the other platforms as well such as spotify apple for the podcast and google Podcasts as well um, you will want to follow us on twitter instagram and facebook so that way you can stay connected snapchat. on and snapchat okay. so that way you can stay connected on what we're doing um and oftentimes on facebook we do ask questions to the public to try to gain your guys's perspective as well and your perspective has a chance of also being featured on the podcast um i just want to thank everybody for once again tuning in hopefully you learned a little bit about <laughs> platonic friendships and amongst other things i don't want my mom to watch this episode be like that last segment like, we watch the podcast each week together, right? We are definitely not watching that part together. I do not. Are you going to turn it off? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's over. Oh, oh my God. Cut. She's not no. watching that. I'm going to DM her that part. I swear <laughs> to God. The is going to be like, see, this is who you raised. Those no. are fighting words, man. This is the bartender's pledge that I will get this. get that video to her mother.
Bartenders being fucked up. We're getting a new bartender soon. This is funny. But next week, we are going to be having a very, very interesting topic. Um, we're going to kind of dial it back to something more serious, I think. Yeah, right? and not really relationship type stuff. It's just kind of what we've been on for these last couple of weeks. We're going to be talking about bullies and bullying and everything that comes with it. And yeah, we'll also be posting on Facebook some questions so we um, to get that interactive process going. So yeah, that's what we'll be talking about next week. There we go. It's going to be interesting, I think. I've definitely dealt with <clears throat> bullying situations when I was younger, so I definitely have my input input on this. Yeah, and I've been the bully, and I've been bullied. So um, tune in for next week. Once again, thank you guys for watching the happy hour. <laughs>